Geneva, are you awake? Are you ready for breakfast? Uh, yeah. Hold on a minute. All right, you can come in. Wow, you read every book. Did you stay up all night? Uh, no. Not all night. Just most of it. (laughs) Oh, your computer stopped working? When does it recharge? Um, it's electric. Was that concept in one of the books you looked at? It can charge anytime, but you have to plug it into one of those spots on the wall. Oh, I saw that. But all of those have wires and plugs, and your computer doesn't. It's right there on my desk. Oh, it disconnects like an iPhone. (laughs) Basically, yes. Okay, so like... Mm, no. Ah, I see. The other way, and there. And this end is already in the wall, so it should be charging. Is that why this light started flashing? Yes. And it's orange because it has a low battery. When it's doing better, it'll turn green. Have a sip, babe, and I'll get back to you later. Have a sip, babe? Did you just do memes all night? Not all night, but (laughs) they're funny sometimes. And it's a valuable cultural study, right? As a movement, I guess. They kind of have a short lifespan individually. So what did you study? Do you have questions? (sighs) I think I read too many things and slept too little to have questions right now. Everything's kind of muddled together. I read a lot about your various technologies and some of your history and memes and, um... You sure do have a lot of sex stuff on there. Yep. I mean, it's not mine. (laughs) Well... I certainly didn't see any of you. Oh, and I looked at a lot of your D&D stuff, and that's all very weird. Mm, This is actually a talk I've been waiting for. What's in there that actually makes uh, Chell sense? And what's made up and stuff? Lay it all on me. That's a very good question. But, uh, do you think I could go to the bathroom first and... And food! Right, right. I'll bring some stuff up, unless you want to spread out on the kitchen table. Yeah, I'll meet you in the kitchen. Great. See you in a bit with eggs and stuff. Mmm, this is really good. What did you do to these eggs again? Uh, I scrambled them. There's a little milk in there and salt and pepper and kind of a lot of butter because that is my way. I would guess the bread is a letdown. (laughs) They're so fluffy. The bread's not great, but the toaster is interesting. (laughs) And this jam makes up for it. Mmm. 
So you didn't tell me how orcs were depicted in your books. I did not. They treat us like we're big, lumbering, savage beasts. Stupid and evil. It says evil right there. Well, okay. There's a lot to unpack. You looked at more than just the orc page, right? Well, I have to admit it was the first place I went after reading the table of contents. But yes, I read more than that. That's very fair. But that means you know that this book is about categorizing and oversimplifying things as a game mechanic. So saying orcs are evil is basically shorthand for use this as an adversary in your games. Mm. But I'm not saying it's not problematic. I just think it says more about earth culture or rather the American culture and European influences in the literary tradition that this game was written in than on real thoughts about Chell or orcs. Okay, that's fine, assuming that the book is a work of fiction. I mean, this one definitely is. This is the fifth edition. It's an echo of an echo of an echo. For all I know, Gary Gygax was the last surviving dwarf or some nonsense like that, and he was just a racist fuckwad, which actually I sort of remember reading something about. You read something saying he was a dwarf? (laughs) No, sorry, the racist part, not the dwarf part. I can't say I'm happy about it. If he was from Chell, depicting us that way, it's awful. Just because we're bigger than a lot of the other races is no reason to treat us like slavering brutes. We have a long history of intellectual pursuits and a culture all of our own. And this depiction is just... I totally agree. But... Are we at a point where we can agree that Earth humans and Shell orcs are both super racist and press on? Or do we want to talk about it? I can show you way more games that do better, and I can get you books on civil rights movements and stuff if we need to, like, figure this out, which I would definitely understand. (sighs) I'd like that sometime, but we can move on for now. Okay. I will definitely get some stuff, because once you see how humans treat each other, you'll probably have a better context. So, I have some specific interests I could talk about, but I'm also just curious on your thoughts. Is there a lot of overlap? I got the impression that magic is pretty far off base, but creatures? Stuff like that? Is there a place on Chell that looks like the Forgotten Realms? Anything so that we can like establish a baseline? So, yeah, a lot of the creatures I recognized, but not all of them. And some were way off base, like us orcs. Mm -hmm. But some of the details were surprisingly accurate. And I saw, uh, what was it? The Saber Coast? The Sword Coast, yeah. All those human-dominated cities near the ocean. I've heard about something like that on chill it's pretty far away from where i live though i'm not even really sure what ocean they're on (sighs) it seems really weird that you don't know about dominant human cities but 
I guess I'm hooked into this global internet thing we have going on here. I have people I consider close friends who live thousands of miles away. I have to admit it's probably my own fault. I've never really paid much attention to what's going on with relations between Alark and other kingdoms. Do you have, like, a political expert on your team? Uh, expert? No, but they're all probably more aware than I am. I bet Jin knows quite a bit, actually. Communications is kind of her thing. Okay. Well, we can put that aside for now. So, what was the most shockingly accurate thing that you found? Hmm. That's hard to say. Like, most of the sentient races are there, and their descriptions are kind of, well, a bit stereotypical and racist, but in a way that is accurate to our world, and the illustrations for them are fairly accurate, as are the uh, skills and feats and stuff. Mm. Example me. Talk to me about elves and what's right and what's wrong. Unless someone else would be easier. Elves are fine. Uh, So they do tend to be tall and thin and live basically forever. And have those pointy ears. Not that there aren't any fat elves. They just don't get as fat as, say, an orc or a human. Okay. What about all these subcategories and stuff? I mean... Kind of? I mean, okay, so the elephant in the room would be Drow. Is there an underground elven city? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So the Drow aren't that dark in coloration. They're not, like, pitch black. Uh, They do tend to be a bit darker than other elves, but they still have a fairly wide range of skin tones. I know an elf... I guess he'd be a wood elf. They don't really distinguish themselves like they are in the book, but he's from a wooded area, and his skin tone is darker than any of the drow that I've seen. More like your mayor, a sort of uh, dark brown. This obsession with skin color is a little new to me. Also, the living underground thing is exaggerated. Like, we have a few drow farmers just outside a lark. Uh, they live in these low pyramidal structures that extend underground. So, a part of their homes are uh, below the ground, which is mostly because they really like mushrooms, I think? Uh, they farm other things, but they have vast mushroom farms underground. But, like, not deep down. So that's what I know from experience. I know that they have a big city in the mountains. I hear it's beautiful, and some people think that they were the ones who grew the giant crystal tower I told you about before. Huh. But yeah, I've definitely heard of cities and stuff, but I don't think that they're really underground. Not like they are in the book. They do seem to really like spiders. Like... Hmm. Drow jewelry a lot of time has spiders on it. I'm not sure why, but I don't think they worship some evil spider god. Oh, the gods. That's something I've been really curious about, actually. You've mentioned Aviana, 
who I've never heard of in my wanderings. Did you come upon the list of gods? Are any of them familiar? To keep going with the elves as an example, is there like a god of elves? I mean, some of them are similar, I guess, but the names are all wrong. Mm -hmm. And they don't really match the gods I know precisely. So they're not just name swapped or something. Uh, We don't have a god for elves or a god for orcs or anything like that. Mm. Uh, We have an affinity for Aviana and Alark because of the wind rushing across the plains. But we worship all the gods. Well, the good ones anyway. Okay, so across the board, basically, the categories aren't as strict. People are more variable. There isn't any race that you'd call evil. And the gods do things that people worship them for, rather than being like patrons over specific species. Right. But there are certain things that work out. So like, are elves versatile combatants that all do training as part of their upbringing? How accurate are smaller things like that? I'm mostly curious about that one because we have nations here that have mandatory military service. It's familiar more so than like the claim that orcs are more likely to experience bloodlust or whatever. So we can leave innate stuff alone, consider it hogwash, but the the cultural ideas are interesting. So they all do get training, but they're not very regimented. It's looser than that. It's more like for fun or for sport. I mean, it's training so that everyone is prepared for war, but it's not done in like an organized militaristic fashion like we'd have here for military training. Uh, I mean, in my culture. Are nations or city-states or what have you, do they tend to be broken up by race like this? You've talked about a lark being primarily controlled and inhabited by orcs and have mentioned human cities and drow cities. Or do things mix up like they do here? I mean, ignoring that we're all human, we do have cultural mixing. I mean, we're mostly orcs in a lark, but we have a lot of other races. So it's less about the makeup of the people there and more about the dominant culture, I think. So there are a lot of cities that were founded by orcs or humans, and those cities follow that culture's beliefs and guidelines. And usually a member of that race is the main power of governance there. There are definitely other cities that are more like a melting pot, like your New York in your early American history. (laughs) A melting pot. I had a teacher once who said, I don't want a melting pot, I want a salad. You know, non-homogenized. Anyway, have you ever been to a city like that? Or have you just read about them? Not any cities, but a few towns. Until I started working with SCAPs, I never really left Alark. And we mostly just stopped at towns for stocking up on supplies. So I've never gotten to explore much. Hmm. I was hoping that you could do, like, descriptions of important cities of Chell for me. For the podcast. Oh, I could do that. I've read a lot, and I've seen a lot of illustrations of some of our greatest cities. I'd always hoped to travel more, but, you know, school and work and all that. 
It wouldn't be first-hand knowledge, so I don't know if you'd be interested. Mm, this is going to sound mean. Would someone else on your team be a better resource? Like, better traveled? I'm sure that your descriptions would be as accurate as they can, but I was kind of hoping for a first-hand account. <sighs> I mean, probably. Sorry. No, it's okay. Jin seems like she's pretty well-traveled. It's not that unusual for us to never leave a lark. It basically has everything that anyone could ever want. But some people travel, and one of the crew probably has been to some other city. Well, you could definitely do a piece on a lark. And unlike the last time we talked about it, you could take some time and write it out. I'd love to hear it. Okay, I can do that. And I can ask the crew if they can write something as well, if they've been to any of the other cities. Do I get to meet this mystery crew of yours? You met Claire, after all. Oh, yes. Totally. I thought we'd probably head over there soon, so I can get some clothes and, you know, do my boss duties. Cool. Um. Is something the matter? No, I'm just going to go get ready, and then we can go meet the crew. Okay, cool. And don't worry, I'm sure they'll love you. Please listen carefully. Thank you for listening. Interference is an Orc Zone production. Geneva and Jack were played by Hazel and Theron Staff. For more information, to read transcripts, or to get in touch, head to orczone.com or hit us up on Twitter at The Orc Zone. As always, we thank Jazar for the use of their song, Please Listen Carefully, as our theme. <laughs>